Hello, Malcolm here, and welcome to this podcast from the Thames Valley Churches of Christ. We're spending January and February 2022 in the Gospel of Mark. Going back into ancient history, Mark's Gospel was represented by a lion, the king of the beasts. And Mark represents Jesus as a victorious yet humble king coming to establish his kingdom. Join us for these daily devotional podcasts as we learn from the Lion, the Lion of Judah. Now, on to today's podcast. Today we're looking at Mark chapter 6, verses 1 to 13, which is titled in my Bible, A Prophet Without Honor, and Jesus Sends Out Twelve. Jesus comes home to Nazareth. He comes home. And it's a bit of a down-to-earth with a bump after all the triumphs of chapter 5. They say, where did this man get these things? What's the wisdom that's been given him? What are these remarkable miracles he's performing? Isn't he the carpenter? Mary's son, the brother of these people, his sisters are here. They took offense at him. And he said, a prophet is not without honor except in his own town, among his relatives, in his own home. Couldn't do any miracles there. A few sick people he was able to heal. He was amazed at their lack of faith. Amazed. Previously, people had been amazed at Jesus and had faith, and now they're amazed at Jesus and have no faith. Jesus can be amazing to everybody, and it's still a choice as to whether people have faith in him or not. They ask how he got his wisdom, when they should be asking, why do you have such wisdom? And those without faith include his brother James, James the Just. James the Just became the leader of the Jerusalem church in Acts 15. You can look him up in verse 13 and chapter 21, verse 18. He was executed on the orders of the high priest in AD 62, so Josephus the historian tells us. Eusebius, another historian, says that his grandsons were members of the church at the end of the first century. So, just because some of your family don't believe in Jesus now doesn't mean they never will. And this marks a significant point because it's the last time he's welcomed into a synagogue. After this, they're closed to him. And in the second part of this section, Jesus sends out the twelve. He's going around teaching from village to village. He calls the twelve and sends them out, giving them authority over uh, impure spirits. He gives them instructions about not taking anything extra for the journey, just a staff. And whenever you enter a house, stay there until you leave. Any place won't welcome you, leave it. They went out and preached that people should repent. They drove out many demons and anointed many sick people with oil and healed them. So we're now into the second phase of the empowering of the disciples. In Mark 3, 13 to 19, he calls them. Now this is extended. Jesus trusts his disciples. Isn't that amazing? Despite their failings. And he has vision for them. And he gives them his authority not something they have innate of themselves but he gives them his authority not not something surely he would do lightly and i think we can be inspired by their example of being willing to be useful to jesus and and carry on his work in his name now this story is the sandwich around the account of the death of john the baptist we're going to look at next and perhaps this hints at the seriousness of their task and the dangers involved as well as providing a contrast between the simplicity and holiness of their mission as opposed to the opulence and corruption of 
Herod's court, which we'll see tomorrow. The one king is dealing out death, the other is sending his disciples to deliver life, life in all of its fullness. See, disciples of Jesus naturally understand from Jesus' own example that they are commissioned to bring healing to the hurting, both spiritual and physical. Our mission is simple. It's not easy, but it's never complex. Sometimes we worry about, will I know the right thing to say to somebody if they ask me about my faith? Or if I invite someone to church or ask them if they're interested in spiritual conversations, what if they ask me a question to which I do not know the answer? This is, these are just issues based on our fear instead of our faith. Won't Jesus give you the right words to say? And even if you don't know the right words to say, how do we know that's a barrier to someone eventually become, coming to faith in the first place? Keep the mission simple. Love people. Tell them about Jesus. Don't worry about the reaction. Let God worry about that. Thank you for being with us today. If you'd like to find out more about our congregation, have a look at the website, thamesvalley.church. Until the next time, God bless and remember to listen to the lion. <laughs>